So we have two more game sevens. And I say two more because I think the I think the Warriors and the Rockets are gonna go seven games. So this is this is really great, man. This is this is awesome. Alright, so we have the Nuggets and the Blazers. And also the games went how I expected them to go. I expected them to I expected the home teams to win. Uh Portland. I wouldn't say Portland is a tough place to play. The fans do cheer quite a bit, but I wouldn't say it's a tough place to play. Um Sixers won. They're the home team. They were facing elimination. And it's amazing what desperation can do to someone or do to a team. You know, it really you know, you really bunker down in times of hardship, in times of desperation. So, you know, good for them. Uh yeah. The Nuggets. I liked I liked how chippy it got. I will say that. The Nuggets were able to take a problem. The, the, well, the Nuggets were able to take what they had and kind of kind of push the Blazers around a little bit, even though they lost. And so, to me, all the pressure. I'm going to say this: I don't think there's any pressure on the Nuggets. I mean, yes, they have to win Game Seven or else they're out. Whoever loses is out. But the Blazers, the Blazers have never gotten past the second round. And like the past two years, the Blazers have gotten swept. So the Blazers need to move on because you don't want the season to be a joke. You don't want it to be an absolute failure. So I think, I think if the Nuggets lose, I think, I think they're in a no, I think they're in a fine position. I think, they did, I think they did pretty well. Um, I still expected them to win, but to me, the Blazers, just because the core has been together like this long, it's just like you guys need to get to at least the conference finals, at the very least. But, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I'm hoping, I think the Nuggets will win, but I'm hoping the Blazers do. Because I like the Blazers. I like Damian Lillard. I like CJ McCollum. I like the coach, Terry Stotts. I like Aminu. Seth Curry, I don't really care for. But, you know, good, you know, it's great that we have a game seven. Nuggets. Jamal Murray, 24. Gary Harris, 15. Paul Millsap, 17. Jokic, 29. Torrey Craig, 10. Will Barton, 7. Mason Plumley four, Malik Beasley two, and Monty Morris nothing. Yeah, that's that's not really going to get it done. They shot they shot thirty nine percent or thirty eight percent from the field. They shot thirty eight percent from behind the arc. That's not going to get it done. They shot thirty of thirty two from the strike, which is good as a team, which is ninety four percent. 44 rebounds, 22 assists. Let me see, that seems, that's kind of a low number. The Blazers had 18 assists, wow. But it was, it was a pretty close game. Five blocks 
five blocks for the Blazers to six blocks for or to three blocks to the Nuggets. Turnovers, nine blocks for the Blazers to six for the Nuggets. Yeah, this game, this game was pretty interesting. But I'm going to be honest. I turned away from the game. Why did I do that? Because the game got boring. The game got boring very quickly. Like, it got out of hand so quickly. The fans were into it. Which, you know, obviously. Because the fans, they want to see more basketball. They don't want to see... They don't want to see their team get knocked out in front of them. So, to me, I turned away, like... Partially into the second quarter. And it was just like, yeah, that's it. I was like, the the 76ers got this game. Which I thought they would, but I thought... You know, maybe the Raptors could do something, but... Yeah, it, the Raptors the Raptors did nothing. I mean, not the Raptors, but... The Nuggets and Blazers. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. With... With this, uh, with this series, I'm really hoping the Blazers win, but I don't think they will, because I, as I said before, I just don't trust Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and I'd, I'd hate to see them get knocked out again, because I think if you get knocked out again, I think you got, I think you got to blow it up. I think you have to, because getting to the second round is not an accomplishment. I mean, it's a relative accomplishment based off you getting, you know, knocked out these past two years in the first round. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, the Raptors and 76ers also played. 76ers won 112-101. to And, you know, well, well let, me, let me show you Ben Simmons' stats. Because, you know, it's not, you know, he, he played okay. He was, he was plus four, which is really nothing special. He was nine for 13, so 69%. He shot, uh, he didn't shoot any threes. He shot 50% from the free throw, from the free throw strike. Eight rebounds, six assists. And 21 points. So let me tell you something about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. He's got to get a shot. And I know I've said this before. But seriously man. He needs a shot. Like it's like. Well let me just. Let me just break it down for you. At the rim he's shooting 70%. From three feet. To ten to less than ten feet, so pretty much inside the paint, he's shooting forty-two percent. From ten to sixteen feet, ten to sixteen feet, he's shooting twenty-nine percent. Sixteen to just to right inside the three-point arc, he's shooting eleven percent. And from three, he's zero for six. Zero for six from three. So not only do we know that you can't make it. You won't shoot it. You, and this is, this is, this is this year. This isn't, this isn't his whole, you know, career, which is, you know, still short, but still. It's not, it's like, Ben, 
the team knows what you're going to do. And you, you also can't hit free throws. Cause I want to say he's like, I think he's 60% for his career. I think I'm not sure. And it's really just, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad to see because, because spacing is so important in basketball. It's so important because if you don't have spacing, then your whole, your whole rhythm is thrown off and your half court sets, uh, aren't efficient. The point guard is the, the point guard is the extension of the coach on the court. The coach can't play, but the point guard can. And so as the point guard, you have to facilitate the team and you have to make sure everything is running efficiently. You're the manager on the court. You're the floor general. You have, you have to make sure everything is running as efficiently as possible. And that starts with you. You have to be as efficient as possible. And Ben Simmons is not. He's not. You can't teams. It's like, it's like he won't shoot outside of the paint. Cause, cause he, cause just this year. And, and again, this is including the playoffs outside the paint. He has taken 105 shots outside of the paint. I'm going to let that sink in. He's taken 105 shots outside of the paint. Whereas to inside the paint, he has 966 shots within the paint. That is an enormous discrepancy. Enormous. That, that, that's huge. You can't do that. It, it's, it's not going to work for you. You can't be that bad. You, because, because if I'm, here's the thing. If I'm guarding Ben Simmons, I already know what he's going, well, I don't know exactly what he's going to do, but it's like this. All I have to do, all I have to do is just know where I am on the court and where, where he is on the court. Is he behind the arc? Okay. He's not going to shoot it. Okay. If he starts coming towards, towards the paint, he's either going to go into the paint or he's going to most likely distribute it if he's not in the paint. So it's, it's very simple and, and that, that hurts the 76ers. So here's, here's what I think the 76ers should do. Whenever, whenever they, whenever they exit, even, even if the 76ers were to win the championship in a miraculous turn of events, I'd call, I would call, if I'm the GM, I would call Ben Simmons into my office. We'd sit down, I'd, you know, ask him how he's doing and, uh, you know, what is, what is, I wouldn't ask him what his plans are for the off season. Actually, no, I would. I'd be like, you know, Ben, you know, how's it going? What, what, what are your plans for this off season? I would just sit and let him talk. And then when he finished, I would give him my ultimatum. I would tell him, Ben, either you get a jump shot and your free throw percentage increases this you know, this off season, 
so that way you can be ready for next season, or else we trade you. It's just that simple. That's that's what I would tell him. Because here's my thing. Joel Embiid, I, if I'm the 76ers, I wouldn't build around him because Joel Embiid is not healthy. I don't want to build around a non-healthy dude. You don't want to do that. That's bad for your franchise. And so I would, I would be like, I'd be like Ben. Because if it's, if it's between Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, I, I'd rather build around Ben Simmons. And I'd be like, look, Ben. Here, here's the thing. We want to build around you. We want to build around you. We, because you can't build around, you can't, because I don't believe Joel Embiid and, I don't believe Joel Embiid and, uh, Ben Simmons can coexist. I just, I don't think they can. I don't think they like each other. And I think, I think when it comes to basketball, they respect each other, but I think, I think there is quite a bit of tension there. And I, I just really don't think they like each other. And I think one of them's got to go. And I would just be like, Ben, I want, I want it to be you. I want to build around you, but you have to get a shot. You've got to get a shot. For just, even if you, even if you don't care about the 76ers franchise, you have to do it for yourself, Ben. You have to do it for yourself in your career. You're 6'10". You're 6'10". You've got... And you're the point guard. You're not... I mean, if... I mean, this is like... I mean, at the rim... It's like he's... It's like... It's like he plays like a center, man. When you look at this stuff. If I... If I read to you... Let let me just say this. If I took away a name... And I just read... And I just read to you... If I just read to you, someone, someone at the rim has taken 626 attempts from three to 10 feet has taken 340 attempts from 10 to 16 has taken 80, 16 to just inside the three point arc has taken 19 and outside the arc has taken six. You would probably think that's a center. You wouldn't think that's a guard. You you wouldn't, but to actually see these numbers, and, and, and you can find these numbers. They're on basketballreference.com. Just just type in Ben Simmons, hit enter, and then go to shooting, and then click uh, click twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen, and you'll you'll find these stats that I'm looking at. I didn't I didn't make up these numbers, but this sounds like something where it's like Ben. You, you've got to get a shot. You've got to get a shot. Because, because we, teams already know where you're going to shoot. They know where you're going to shoot. They know based on where you shoot, if you're going to make it. It's very simple. Just, I mean, you, you have, you have to get a shot, Ben. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just rough. And you look at his percentages, you know, his field goal percentages, and they're good. But they should be good. 
you're 6'10". It's like this. If he stands under the rim and doesn't even raise his hands, he's a little less than three feet from the rim. And Ben Simmons is long and lanky. So if he raises his hand, he's, I don't know, a couple of inches from the rim. So you should be getting, you should have the, these percentages near the paint. It's very simple. I mean, that that's just basic length. I mean, come on, that, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not an accomplishment. But you, but Ben, we need you because there's going to come a time in your career when you're not as fast and you're not as quick that you're going to have to be able to shoot outside the paint. You're just going to have to. You're just, you're just going to have to. On dunks, you know, dunks, he's, you know, impressive. But that's not, that's actually not really impressive because it's 90%. He's done 165 dunks this year, and he's made 148 of them. But for his sake, it's like, Ben, please get a jump shot. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but I really, I really think Ben Simmons can be, can be great, man. I really do. I think he can, I think he can be so awesome. I think if he gets a shot, I think if he gets a jump shot in time, and starts, and the team builds around him, and he leads the uh, 76ers to, you know, to the playoffs and to championships and things like that. I think you could put him, I think you could, he could one day be in the conversation for the GOAT of the 2020s. Because let me, I'm going to say this about the GOAT conversation. I'm not, I'm not big on the greatest of all time. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. There's the the errors are so different. Imagine Bill Russell playing today. It, it, it uh, you know just it's so different. Throw throw a player now back to when Bill Russell played. I mean, if you if you just watch basketball and how much it's changed, it's like wow, man. I, the GOAT conversation doesn't even make sense. So I go by decade. To me, Jordan is the GOAT of the 90s. Kobe is the GOAT of the 2000s. LeBron is the GOAT of the 2010s. The 2020s haven't started, so, you know, it's it's still up for grabs. So, you know, I would... So, Ben... You've, you've gotta, you've gotta get a jump shot, man. Seriously, I'm, like, I'm rooting for you. And, you know, I kinda don't like that he, he, you know, he seems kinda arrogant. But you do need that edge in a player. You need that edge in your point guard. You need that guy who's like, you know, you know, I know who I am. And like, all of that. That's, that's kinda good. So you need, you need that edge and it's like, okay, well, then it's like, that's great. And all, and we want to build around you, but we cannot build around you based on your shooting skills and your free throw skills. I mean, if you, if you, I'm telling you, if you were to look at these stats, you would think you're, you would think you're talking about a center. 
I'm dead serious. If I, if I guarantee you, if I show these stats to a hundred people who, who were just casual fans of basketball, from casual fans, let's just, let's just say casual fans to basketball junkies. And I took Ben Simmons name off. And I just handed them these stats. I would say most of them would say that this is a center. They would say that they they would say that this is a center. There was there's no way you could say that this is a guard. There's no argument that you could say that this is a guard. And then I add a name. I think they'd be shocked because because I I knew he couldn't shoot. But literally today. I, I went on I went on basketballreference.com and actually I actually looked and I looked to see what it was that he that he could do. I look I actually looked to see his shooting stats. And these are them. And it is pretty it's kind of like wow. It it's pretty eye opening. It really is. And I'm hoping I'm hoping for his sake that he gets a jump shot. Because he can play, man. Like, like, fast breaks, man. He's awesome to watch. He's pretty much unstoppable. You're not going to stop someone 6'10", long and lanky, athletic. You're not going to stop him going down court. But in half-court sets, which is what the playoffs are, the game slows down. It's not as many fast breaks. It's slow. It's, you know, more physical. It's not the same kind of game. So in order to succeed in the playoffs, you you he has to get a shot. He has to. And as you age, you you know, you you're not quite as fast, you're not as quick. So you know, you you, you will have uh had more injuries and bumps and bruises over your career. And your skills your skills just uh, they dwindle. It happens. So Ben, if he doesn't get a shot, man, I I would be like, man, we gotta trade you. I'm I'm really rooting for him. I'm really rooting for him, cause I th- I think he can really be something special. Stephen A talked about how he how he said if Ben Simmons can get a jump shot that he'd be top three in the league. I'm not going that far. I am not going that far, but top, uh, I would say top 10 if he gets a shot, which is, which is pretty good to be one of the top 10 players in the, to be top 10 in anything, you're good. You're, you're, you're good. You are exceptional. So, you know, let's, let's see what he does. Let's see what he does. I hope, I hope he gets it together. But I just, man, he just seems stubborn. He seems, he seems like a guy who you can't really, you can't tell him anything. And I think, I think that might be his biggest downfall. But I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping he takes, you know, I'm hoping he takes something Someone, I hope someone just tells him the truth. And I think he know. I think he knows his jump shot sucks. 
Because I, I don't think it's possible. I really don't think it's possible to be that bad at shooting and you don't know. Like if you, like you've played your entire life. So you know your strengths and your weaknesses. So it's not like he doesn't know. He's well aware. He has coaches. He, there's an analytics department. So there's no way he doesn't know. But it's just like, Ben, you going to do something about it? Are you going to do something about it? Because if you are, great. We'll, we'll give you all the help you can. If you're not, get out of here. We'll, you know, we'll trade you. Because he can, he can really be something great, but the 76ers have to find someone to build around. They have to figure out whose team it is. I don't think it can be Jimmy Butler's. Cause he's, he's just up there in age. And I don't think it can be Joel Embiid because you don't know what you're going to get from him. He's not healthy. He's not dependable. You don't know, you don't know what's going to happen from him from game to game. Like, it's like we know when he, when Joel is on that you're, that you're exceptional and you're better than most players. But the question is, like, is he going to play? Like, he, like, his injuries, they're just all over the place, man. His back, his knees, his feet. And here's the thing. He's a seven-footer. The taller you are, the more, you know, you're just going to get more injuries because you're, because humans were not made to be big and tall. We weren't made for that. Our hearts were not, they're not meant to work that hard. Cause just like, you know, you're, you're tall, you know, your back, your back hurts. I can't even imagine, you know, being that tall. Like, I, I just feel like you would be in so much pain quite a bit, especially as you get older. So you can't build around him. You know, you drafted Fultz, and he was just an abomination. We don't know what happened to him. I, I don't know. I think a legitimate theory would be that he, the real Markel Fultz got abducted by aliens. And they, they sent, you know, this, this whatever you want to call it. They, they replaced him with that. I don't know. So the only option you have is Ben Simmons. You've had, you've had plenty of first picks. You've had plenty of them. I don't know how many you need. So I think, I think Ben is the way to go. I think Ben is the guy that you, that you draft. He's the guy that you, you drafted him, build around him, and see, see what happens. I think, I think he can be great. I really do. And, and I'm hoping he gets, he gets better. So we have, we have quite a weekend coming up. Uh, we have Game of Thrones, which by the way, I'm just, I'm going to tell you guys, I, 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 I think Game of Thrones is irredeemable. I think they're just, you know, they're, t- they're tired of the project. Um, they, I think they're trying to just get to the spinoffs and 
you know, their skills are next to non-existent when it comes to storytelling and things like that. So Game of Thrones, I don't really care about. Am I going to, am I going to watch? Uh, probably. Probably. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's just, it's just beyond irredeemable. So pretty much here's, here's my plan going forward. So I told you guys last week about Avengers. And, you know, so what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to give you guys the weekend. And then I will talk about Avengers. I'm going to, here's what I'll do. I'll talk about Avengers on Tuesday. I'll do it Tuesday. I won't do it Monday. I'll do Avengers on Tuesday because I have a lot to say about that. I have a ton to say about Avengers. Good and bad. Good and bad. Um, and then Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones season eight, episode four. I'll probably do that the same episode as well, or maybe. No, I'll probably still do that Monday. I'll probably still do that Monday. I'll stay consistent. So that, so that's what I'll do. So, uh, I'm just going to say this. Go, go see Avengers, unless you, you know, you know, you don't, if you don't want spoilers when I, when I talk about it. Because, uh, I've, I've pretty much held back in. I think, I think by now it would have been spoiled for you. Cause I don't, I don't think it's possible to go without the internet this long and not have seen something. You would, you would have seen something that, you know, that pretty much lets you know what happens. So that's, so that's what I'm going to do. I will, I'll talk about Avengers Tuesday. And, uh, also someone asked me, someone asked me if I'm going to see Aladdin. Uh, no. And here's why really quick. Um, Will Smith is vastly overrated and that CGI genie was utterly laughable when they showed that in trailers. The only reason I would possibly see it would, would be because of Naomi Scott, who is, oh my God, she is, she's bad. See, see, that's, that's an eight. That's an eight. She's an eight or a nine. Very attractive. And she's British. So, you know, that's a turn on. So, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing Aladdin. I don't want to see it. And, uh, Lion King, I'll go see with, I'll go see with my family this summer, but I have no expectations about that. And I'll probably do an episode on why, uh, on a later date. All right. So I hope you guys have a good weekend. Hopefully, uh, let's see what happens with Game of Thrones this week, this weekend. Uh, and I will see you all Monday morning.